Hello, special Brownlow medal laid back with Bet Ferris. Welcome, Kyle Cardal. Cardawi? Yeah, did I get that. that right? On debut. Need, well, welcome, mate. You need some practice there, Tommy. I do. But very excited. I've obviously been a part of the show just behind the camera having a look, but uh, love the work that you've been doing. And obviously, it's an awesome time of year. We got great racing, but also great footy uh, preliminary finals coming up. And then obviously the Brownlow medal on, on Sunday, the Sunday slot. Yes. So tune in to SEN as well for the Brownlow medal. will be on all night. Uh, so can't wait for that. Plenty happening with the Brownlow medal. We've been talking about it throughout the year. Great to have you here, Carl. Obviously no salts. You've got big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill. But you're an good. AFL man. So I look forward to chatting all things Brownlow medal. Um, as you know, Carl, we get stuck into a lay-in first off, and you've got a long list here, mate. You're pretty angry. You're coming in fired up. Look, I wanted to change things up. Like, obviously, there's a lot of negativity that goes through the lay-in. Oh, I'm yeah. going to start off with a backboard. You know the blackboard? Yes. The back we got the blackboard up, up behind us, but I'm calling it the backboard. I want right. to speak positive, right? Oh, this Premiership is, droughts, breaking them. This is, this is uh, new to the show. Think about, I don't know about this. <laughs> think about Sydney breaking that Premiership drought, the Western Bulldogs, Carlton next year. Carlton. What about the Ivanhoe Football coming. Club? Carlton are coming. <laughs> what about the Ivanhoe right. Football Club on Sunday? My local club. You recovered? Uh, yeah. You pulled up all right? Uh, I, I didn't play. I was just a, a fan from the sidelines. No, I'm, I'm the, the celebrations. <laughs> Came from the celebrations. Um, <laughs> 30 points down uh, at points of the game. Uh, only led for two minutes of the game. Broke a 53-year uh, premiership drought. Um, some people that have been around the club for, for years and years have never seen a senior premiership and finally got it on Sunday. So breaking premiership droughts, there was tears everywhere. And I absolutely love that. In terms of a lay, this You've is somehow be... <laughs> made this, this lay being about you here, but anyway, <laughs> it's what it's all about. I'm happy to do that. <laughs> Good. Um, in terms of, uh, my lay, this is going to be very, very controversial. I'm keen to know what your thoughts are. Day grand finals. You're laying them. I, I don't know whether I'm going to fully lay day grand finals, but what I'm going to lay is people that say that they don't like day grand finals or night grand finals because they're going to be too inebriated. Who says that? Oh, so many people. I just think it's the worst excuse in the world. Like I'm happy to can a little bit of tradition. We've, we've canned a lot of things in the AFL over the past couple of years. Let's get to at least the twilight grand final. Cause I reckon Robbie Williams, uh, Doing his halftime show at night is uh, is the way to go. How good would that be? We follow American sports in a lot of things, but a night grand final, I agree with you. I don't mind the night grand final. My lay bin, Jerry Berry, Jared Berry suspension. What's I know he got off, but ridiculous decision in the first place. You can't be suspending a bloke for that. Ruin the week for him. The late, they challenged it. He got a week. Put it in the lay bin. He shouldn't have got to suspended. Fitzy told me this as I walked in the SEN studios on Sunday that he got a week. I almost fell off my chair. Couldn't <laughs> believe it, mate. So um, that whole process, Jared Berry getting one week in the first place, absolutely in the lay bin for me. I talked about uh, with Salts on the racing one, the um, price hike in for flights, obviously, interstate and, and whatnot, and Collingwood and Victorian supporters only suddenly realising that airlines put the prices up grand final week. Like, Interstate people have had to travel every year if they want to come over for the grand final. Prices go through the roof, and Victorians are only starting to realise. So, get in the lay bin. In fairness, it's a nine-hour drive. Like, <laughs> come on, I, I, I the, do the drive to Adelaide a fair bit. I haven't done it to Sydney I've too many times, times, but um, it's not that bad of a drive. Get to a couple of bakeries on the way, you know. Put, yes. put the Spotify on. Listen to Layback with Betfair. You'll be fine. Country bakery should be in the backboard. They are <laughs> on brilliant. The <laughs> um, all right, we're here to talk about Brownlow Metal, Carl. Nothing more to do. Um, Obviously, it's great. I'll read the odds out. 
What a count it is. Really open this year. Lockie Neal, $3.15 at the moment on Betfair.com to do. Clayton Oliver, $3.70. Cripps, $6.60. Andrew Brayshaw, $9.20. Took Miller, $11. Petraka, $14. And write your own the rest. Looks a race in two, maybe three. Which way are you heading? Uh, at this stage, and and it's it's interesting. Like you, you look at the whole market, it's going to be a really, really tight brown low. That's what the Betfair predictor says. But I have to go with 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 Lockie Neal. Obviously predicted to get most votes. He's played 22 games, kicked 11 goals. Um, he's been the leading ball getter in 11 of Brisbane's wins this year, which obviously uh, plays a, a massive role to, to the umpires if your team is winning. Um, he's predicted to, to poll in all of these games, all the Brisbane games that they've won this year. And we know he's an umpire fra- favourite, obviously won the, the Brownlow medal a couple of years ago. Um, another interesting stat is he averages top 10 in the AFL for disposals, contested possessions and AFL coaches awards. These feats were replicated by nine of the last 10 Brownlow winners, Ooh, which is uh, a good little, which is uh, yeah, massive. He's might obviously you, might use that for radio something. Right? Thank <laughs> you. Flick that that to me. Uh, he's obviously predicted to get you know twenty eight point five votes, which is what the the Brownlow predictor on Betfair says. The next best is humor cluggage, but back down on fifteen point five votes. Like obviously, we we look at the the Melbourne situation where you've got Gorn, you've got Clary, you've got Petrarca. Like there's a lot of competition for yep. for votes there. Um, it, it looks like he's not going to get much competition from from other Brisbane players. So at this stage, like I, I think Lockie Neal is is the pick of the bunch, and I reckon at three dollars fifteen, um, you know, it, it looks like a really really strong bet. What I will say is that Lockie Neal's finish to the season might not have been as strong as uh, um, Clayton Oliver, who you're going to speak about in a minute, but. At that stage of the season, obviously, you can look at the markets in play and potentially, if you're worried, you could uh, set a lay bet at the end of the uh, uh, around the round 20 mark and um, and potentially get your money back um, on that stake. But yeah, keen to, to hear your arguments for, for Clary. It's going to be really interesting to count this year. And I've harped on this, um, talking about the Brownlow, a lot of the top five or six had really good starts to the season and we can trade on the Brownlow medal throughout the count now, which is amazing on betfair.com.au. You go through the stats, Lockie Neal, rounds one and two, head to the Brownlow medal predictor at the Betfair hub as well, Carl. Um, Lockie Neal started the year on fire. He had two quiet games in rounds three and four, but then he goes through round five, five through 11. He polls three in almost every game bar round six and 10. So, Come round 11 or 13, halfway through the year, he probably gets three in round 13 as well. He's going to be absolutely airborne, and he will probably be shorter than $3.15 at some stage throughout the year, as you alluded to. he The Brownlow Metal Predictor on the Betfair Hub has only got him polling in three games in the back end of the year, which is amazing. So he looks like he's, him and probably Cripps go into this midway through the year as favourites, and they'll probably be right up there come round 13 or 14. But you go through, like, Clayton Oliver finished the year averagely. Andrew Brayshaw got in as low as about 280 at some stages throughout the year. He's only polling in one of the last seven or eight rounds as well. And he was an awesome trading opportunity during the year. He got to heights of, of $30. And I, I know early in the year, if you were following the, the Betfair Brownlow predictor, I think uh, Andrew Brayshaw is one of the, the favourites to be leading the Brownlow medal before round uh, five. Yes. And... Obviously, at that stage, if you wanted to back him in the outright markets, he was still twenty six dollars. I think I tweeted it early in the year, making sure I'm giving giving my tweet <laughs> a bit of a plug. Um, so obviously, an awesome back to lay opportunity. Um, Andrew Brayshaw was throughout the year. Uh, one more thing to touch on is like 
you could potentially lay him after round 13 because he's predicted to poll in 10 of 13 games before the buy. Mm. Um, that's when his price is going to get shortest. Um, at that stage, when his price is shortest, you can you can lay off um, and potentially, yeah, even out even out your stake. So he traded as high as 170 in play, Andrew Brayshaw. He hit as low as $3.20, and that would have been around that round 14, 13 mark. Go through the Brownlow Meta predictor. He's got two, two, two and a half, one, two, two. So the first six rounds he's polling at all six. And then he gets a, a game in round seven where he probably doesn't poll. Polls three in round eight, blank, blank, and then goes two, three, three. So as you said, 10 or 13 to start the year polling. Clayton Oliver was good. But yeah, you'll find a lot of these a lot of these genuine favorites this year in the Brownlow started the year well and had average um back ends to the year. One that probably didn't, and it will come down to round 23, maybe round 22, and how many votes he gets is Clayton Oliver. Now, Brisbane played Lockie Neal's Brisbane round, uh, Melbourne played Brisbane round 23. Clayton Oliver and Melbourne won that game convincingly. Lockie Neal definitely won't poll. Clayton Oliver had a really good game that round. It will come down to that, I think, and I think Lockie Neal might get run down in round 23 by Clayton Oliver. That's the way I'm seeing it. Um, You go through that game, Round 23, Brisbane 57, Melbourne 115 points. Clayton Oliver had 30 disposals, um, 10 AFL coaches votes, nine age um, player of the year votes, three Herald Sun votes, best on for a winning team. He could get three, maybe two. Um, that'll win in the brown low. So I'm with him. Overall, I think he can get the chocolates. I think it's important to note, like like what was said before, Lockie is currently 315 in the brown low. He's not going to be 315 in, in round 22. If you think potentially you could get chased down, like what you're saying, that's why Betfair's awesome. You can obviously, um, there's clearly a back-to-lay opportunity there. He's going to shorten significantly in the market by that stage. What's going to be interesting if Lockie Neal has four votes up with two rounds to play over Clayton Oliver and the predictor's got Oliver getting three in the last two rounds. He might get four, he might get five, he could even get six, but... That's going to be amazing. So depending on how you've done it and how you do your form, you can um, back and lay Lockie Neal and Clayton Oliver late in the piece. It's going to be a fascinating count this year. I can't wait for it. Don't forget to head over to betfair.com.au. We've got top three, top five, top 10, top 20. We've got winning margins, team votes, player votes, leader after round five as well. We've got all the markets there. Is there anything else you can to play into or lay in any of these markets, Carl? I think there's obviously some awesome markets up on the exchange. One interesting market that I'm looking at is the top 10 market. And there's a player in particular, Connor Rosie. He's obviously had his best or career best year for, for Port Adelaide. We know that they had a very, very slow start to the year, but it's looking like Connor Rosie is going to poll similar votes to uh, to Ollie Wines, who obviously won the, the, uh, the medal last year. Um, he's rated above average for disposals, tackles, clearances this year and improved on all his key uh, stats uh, year on year from last year, except goals. But he still kicked 18 for the year, which is a really, really good effort, especially from the midfield. Predicted to get 17.5 votes for the year. My only thing with Connor is that Port started really slow. It's going to be really hard for him to to be receiving votes. Obviously, in the showdown, he... He won the showdown medal, um, and he's gonna he's gonna get the three votes for that game. But um, that's the only game in the first eight rounds that he's predicted to poll in. So there's gonna be some interesting things that you could potentially do in play on the night. Um, obviously, my play on Connor Rosie in terms of the top ten market. If he doesn't poll more than three votes before round ten, I, I might look to to lay him. Um, but if he does poll more, poll more than three before round ten, then I think he he could be a a good trading option to back uh, for the top 10. Love that trading strategy. 
Another one's Zach Merritt. He started the year awful. Carlton started the year, uh, Carlton Essendon started the year pretty poorly. He went through a phase between round 16 and round 20 where he could almost poll 15 votes, a perfect 15. Now, the only player to do similar was Nat Fife in 2015 where he polled 3-3-2-3-3 and Lockie Neal actually stole the three votes off him in that round. So, And Nat Fife won the Brownlow there. So that five rounds for Zach Merritt between round 16 and 20 is going to be really interesting to see what he does and what he polls because it could see him get in the top 10. Um, Jeremy Cameron's been one all year. He's been a massive price, but he's been the star in a very even Geelong side. He's averaging high possessions. He's kicked goals. He's one that for me that can poll really well and, and be a good top 10 bet. Um, Callum Mills has finished the year superbly as well. He looks like he'll get you into the top 10. Name two of my boys there, Jeremy Cameron and, and Callum Mills. I've absolutely loved the year from both, yep. especially Callum Mills. He's, he's certainly gone underrated, uh, you know, over in Sydney and that, that often happens. Yeah, exactly right. And, um, it's it's such a good – now that we can bet live throughout the count, the trading opportunities that, and on betfair.com this year are going to be amazing. So get the Brownlow Metal Predictor up. Head to betfair.com to do hub. Google Brownlow Metal Predictor at Betfair. You'll, it'll come up. Get that up. Read the count. Trade. Do what you need to do. Um, any other bets for you, mate? Uh, not not on the Brownlow. I'm going to have a look. As you said, obviously there's trading opportunities that can be done now that you can uh, you can bet in play uh, from your computer or your phone. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm just looking forward to the excitement of the count. Like it, I reckon it's going to be one of the closest we've had in the last few years. And you know something that we haven't mentioned is you know maybe we'll get a, a two winners or three winners on the night. Who knows? But yeah, looking forward to it. Very good. Now we've got Sydney Collingwood prelim and Geelong Brisbane prelim. I'll read the premiership market out on betfair.com. Geelong two dollars eighteen to win the flag. Sydney three dollars thirty. Collingwood six eighty and Brisbane nine dollars eighty. Who's your tip? I've got something for you for the the Brisbane Geelong game. Ooh. We've got a little stat. So. The year you Brisbane, the year, the, the year Brisbane last defeated Geelong outside the Gabba, Facebook launched at Harvard, the Olympics <laughs> were in Greece, and uh, the star of Stranger Things. I know you're a massive Stranger Things fan. Uh, you know the one that plays Eleven. You know this one here, <laughs> Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. She was born uh, outside the Gabba. Brisbane haven't defeated Geelong since 2004. And they, so so clearly they've got a massive task at the uh, at the MCG. So you're laying Brisbane. Uh, that would be the bet yeah. uh, in, in that game. But um, it's a finals footy, you know, uh, obviously a preliminary final. It's always exciting. So looking forward to that game. I can't wait. Brisbane, obviously, underdogs against Richmond and Melbourne. Huge game last week. Have you got any data from last week? Oh, the wash-up data from uh, from the Melbourne-Brisbane game is absolutely it? amazing. Yep. So uh, Melbourne touched $1.07 in, in play um, and 113000 uh, just a little bit more than that was matched at or below a dollar twenty. Hundred and thirteen thousand. Yeah, and Brisbane obviously wow. went went, uh, went on to win that game, and they got to fifteen fifty, and uh, almost three thousand was matched there. So there was plenty ha- plenty happening uh, in play there. And Melbourne are making a habit of this. It's happened all year when Freo knocked him off as well. Fremantle hit hundreds or fifties in play, and Fremantle ran over the top of Melbourne. It's been Darren Burgess has left Melbourne and. They just haven't been running out games as strongly this year as they did last year, and it's been a common trend. So the smart punters could have taken some fifteen fifty about Brisbane. We know it's hard to go back to back. You know, obviously teams are finishing later in the year. They've got less preseasons. They're parting for a little bit longer. Um, yeah, are we ever going to see a back to back again? I don't know. A team's got to be pretty pretty good. I think we will. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Hopefully Melbourne can uh, can bounce back next year. Your mob, Carlton, back to back, mate. Um, 
Just, I'm going back, for the three-peat. Maybe back-to-back finals. Let's start small for <laughs> no, you. No, definitely mom. starting small. Sorry, I don't want to get ahead of myself, Carlton supporters. I'm I'm really trying to keep a lid on it. Thanks for joining me, mate. It's been a good debut. It's I loved it. Debut. Loved, loved Thanks for, for nursing me a long time. I did nothing, mate. Thank you for joining us. Um, we've got plenty of other layback with BFS coming up. We've got all the horse racing over a huge spring. Uh, tune into SEN as well from 5 p.m. Sunday night. Uh, we'll be on air talking all things Brownlow. Thanks to betfair.com.au. Join us with Layback with Betfair. Gamble responsibly call 1-800-858-858.